Welcome to Almost Agreeable. Almost Agreeable. With your hosts, Chris Nellison and Ed Harris. Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, Sports. movies, Movies. music, music, and whatever else pops in our head. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Almost Agreeable. I'm one of your hosts, Ed Harris, and my co-host... Chris Nellison, standing by. So we're right over here. We're going to be talking about sports, music, movie, media, whatever pops into our heads. We're uh, finally getting this thing off the ground. Yeah, I would say that uh, we had this idea to do this for a long time now, but uh, now we're in... What were I think you called it? Corona headquarters. Corona headquarters. Right, and uh, just haven't been able to really record with everything that's been going on. It's been it's been pretty hectic during this whole thing. Although, um, it's giving me a lot of time to focus on other things. Absolutely. Definitely not sports. Definitely not sports. There hasn't been any sports, but that's going to be our topic today. So why don't you tell why don't you tell them what we're going to be going over today? What what, what are we going to be covering today? Well, it's interesting because all we have right now is possibly a return to the nba right this bubble thing it's supposed to work uh i don't want to get into the logistics and and start talking about how maybe you know something could happen where it doesn't actually happen we're going to talk about it like it's going to happen so we're going to get into that today the bubble uh what teams are in the bubble what teams have been left out of the bubble uh what we can you know kind of look forward to as far as playoff matchups and stuff like that uh and then after that we could probably get into some NFL free agency, which has been like the only thing that's been going off on my ESPN notifications during this whole thing. That's all that we've got. Yeah. And it's been exciting. It's, uh, it's, it's been a blast. Um, and Right. We're scrounging the bottom of the bucket here, people. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not easy. Um, we don't want to make it too boring where we're talking about transactions from the NHL because you know, as much as I do like hockey, uh, can't say that for a lot of people that might be listening. So trying to stick to the stuff that, you know, catches people's attention. I think after we talk about the NFL free agency, we're going to jump into a segment we have created. I call it Hot Route. Hot Route. Hot Route. What is Hot Route? So Hot Route's going to go like this, and it's going to change week to week. Today, when we do Hot Route, I'll be posing three scenarios to Ed, and he does not know what the questions or scenarios are going to be, but he has to have an answer for me as pertaining to those. There's going to be three of them, and they're sports-related. Today, they're sports-related. It could be any time we do Hot Route, it could be anything... Depending on the topic that day. Oh, okay. Hot route. Hot route. Hot route. I like it. Yeah. So I guess we can jump into the bubble. Yeah. It's it's been this year's been a crazy one. Well, before we start, I think maybe I should let the audience know where my loyalties lie. Right now, I can say, and I think maybe you can agree with me. Maybe almost. When it comes to talking sports and analytics and statistics, I can be unbiased. Okay. But I am a Raider fan. Die hard. Uh, Las Vegas now, I guess. Uh, Laker fan, and then pretty much mostly California teams. All right, I have a soft spot for the Sounders because I love up in Spokane now. But other than that, that's where my loyalties lie. But like I said from the get, I can be unbiased if I have to. What about you? Well, I'm a Seahawks fan through and through, you know, being from the Seattle area. And uh, basketball died to me in 08 uh, (laughs) when the Sonics left. So, I've had a little bit of a revival over the last couple of years, but it was absolutely dead to me for for a while. 
But, no, talking about this whole NBA bubble stuff, I absolutely have been loving watching all this stuff. Like, which teams are going to go where? Because it makes me think of the actual season that we were watching. Well, And right? it was it was getting real, real good for certain teams, right? Because we were coming to the stretch of the NBA season, which, you know, comes starts in October, playoffs start in late April. So we were coming into the playoffs. A lot of teams are starting to pick up momentum, particularly the Lakers. That's un, that's an unbiased statement. It, it was a key. Okay. It was a key part of the season, and I yeah, I know you're being unbiased. Um, uh, we came off two big wins against the Bucks and the Clippers, and then bam, you know, Rudy Gobert ruins it for everybody. Just kidding, nobody really did. So season gets canceled, and then we don't know, right? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if they're coming back. We don't know if they're going to scrap it and just start a whole new season in 2021. But Adam Silver, who I think has done a great job since. You know, Davis Stern stepped down years ago. Adam Silver's been fantastic. Yeah, he's been great. So we've come to this bubble now, right? And what is it? I want to say 22 teams are in the bubble. Is that... Because I'm I'm not completely sure which teams are in the bubble, which teams are out of the bubble. Well, I bet you can guess, like, at least one team that didn't make it to the bubble just because they sucked this year. Oh, God, who was it? You're trying to go. I mean, there's a few, but I really want to talk about how terrible the Knicks are. Right? Oh, Everyone knows man. the Knicks didn't make it into the bubble, right? Okay, so here's your teams that did not make the bubble. Okay, we got the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. The New York Knicks. Yep. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Golden State Warriors, right? That is, yeah. That no Clay. Steph gets that hurt. Draymond gets hurt. They're calling an off year. Yeah. You know. And then there's just going to come back next year and probably kill, but most likely. Uh, Chicago Bulls, Detroit Pistons. Hornets and the Timberwolves. Notable names from from the teams I just named that aren't going to be in this bubble, right? I said already Clay and Steph and Dre. Not going to miss a whole lot of people. Maybe really Trey Young. Not. Trey Young. I'm going to miss Trey Young. That's really it. I mean, you know, he, he's he's an exciting young player. He's 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 nice he's just to watch. Out there, nutmegging everybody, he man. He really is. It's it's what he's doing is fantastic. But do you think he can sustain it? Like he's a short guy. He's not very tall. He's not very physically imposing. Do you think he can can sustain it? He hasn't he hasn't sustained anything yet. He's he's just had flashes so far. It's not like he's been uh, an amazing player. I mean, you got to do it for at least two three years, and then you're like, okay, that's a good player. Okay, well, I look forward to watching him grow. Uh, but you know, we've seen the the short players experiment before, right? We've seen Muggsy Bogues, we've seen Nate Robinson, we've seen those guys. So it's just it's gonna be interesting to watch him. It's a new NBA now. It's very fast paced. It's a shooter's game. And he kind of, he's fit, he's fast, he's quick, he can shoot. And he nutmegs everybody. Okay, so let's talk about the teams that are going to be in the bubble. Okay, so I'm not going to go through the teams. Obviously, I named the teams that aren't going to be in the bubble. But we can talk about some of the teams in the bubble that I feel like are going to do some damage in the bubble. We'll start with Milwaukee, okay? The Bucks. Okay, you got Giannis. And then a bunch of players that are really good, but not great, right? You have a team, I would say, of role players, but they play so well together. Now, now listen to this before... You, you throw in some uh, disagreements with me or not. But this Milwaukee team had so much momentum coming into that April uh, push for the playoffs. They did. And then I guess my biggest question is, can they build from that momentum that was, what, how many months ago was that now that we canceled or that we postponed the season? April, May, June, July. Yeah. So. It's been a long time. You That's not sustainable. It's You, you can't have yourself hyped for months when you're doing nothing. It doesn't mean you don't know. It's not that you're doing nothing. Yeah, maybe you're working out. Yeah, maybe you're finally getting into practices and stuff like that. But you're not even the same mindset anymore. It's July. Right. Final, the season would be over. would have already have happened. Yeah. It's it's a completely different feeling. Like some of, some of these veterans 
their body knows if they've been to the finals. They they their body knows. Okay, I should be in this shape at this point. Now they're just thrown off. They're right. all thrown off. Just the whole sink. Right, muscle memory, especially as you, yeah, that's a perfect example because you say veteran. That muscle memory for those guys is going to be ingrained so well that yeah, your body is going to be like, bruh, why are we? What are we doing? It's July. It's vacation. Like time. why? Are, yeah, why aren't we in Tahiti? <laughs> like what's so more on the Bucks? Did you know that they have the fifth highest margin of victory, a victory. in in history? The fifth highest. I would say that's that's really good in nowadays because the scoring is so high. Defense isn't like what it used to be. But I was wondering if you could name the other four. The other four, who would that be? That's, is that going to be one of the Bulls teams? Is that that 96 Bulls team? It is the 96 Bulls team, the 72 and 10 Bulls team. Okay, yeah. Their margin of victory at that time was 12.2. And they were the third. Third highest. What do we have? The Warriors? The, is that the 2017 Warriors, yeah. but the not the uh, 73 and 19, not that team. Mm-hmm. The team uh, in 2017, so the 67 and 15 team, yep. that their uh, scoring margin was 11.6. Now that's fourth. So we have two other teams, one and two. Is one of those a Celtics team? It wasn't. Surprisingly, oh, really? right? Yeah, you'd think it would be a no Celtic. Way. That 86 Celtic team, yeah. one of the greatest teams in Celtic. You'd think it would be them. No, it was not them, right? Huh. But uh, What do we got? Throw it at me. Okay, so number two, it was the Bucks again. It was the Bucks again. But okay. with, can you name the players on that team? Oh God, no. Well, it was Lou Alcindor at the time. <laughs> okay. Uh, the leading Throwing scorer of all, of all time himself, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Oscar Robertson on that team. Okay, so their margin of victory was twelve point triple double himself. Twelve, yes, twelve point two. And then coming in at number one, highest uh, margin of victory, averaged the seventy-two L.A. Lakers. With Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West, and Gail Goodridge, so high company that these these twenty twenty bucks are in. It makes sense, you know. The, these these guys are blowing people out of the water, and these are some of the best teams. Like these could all have been top ten teams, depending on how you rank them. So to try to keep that momentum and bring it into not only is it just a completely new system but it's a completely new completely different time of the year and not even all of the players on all of these teams are going to be there some of the players from some of these teams are saying nah I'm 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 not hopping into this I'm this glad you brought that up I'm, I'm glad you brought for. that up that's real life because you're not going to have so like you said you don't think you could bring momentum in I agree I also think to build on what you said with all the players not coming back. That's real. Zion, as a matter of fact, I think today just left the bubble for a family emergency. That was today. Yep. So, you know, whenever he decides to come back, it's two weeks. Two weeks from the tide he times decides to come back. He's two weeks quarantine. The, fir- the first game of this new bubble season is July 30th. Well, it I actually, it's not straight up two weeks. It's that he's like getting tested, like either daily or some weird stuff like that but it's not like a straight up two weeks right when he gets back then it's just calling it for two weeks it's some kind of weird testing mechanism i don't know how it's going that but only they have he's he's test he's getting tested every single day that he's gone so that's going to be like counting towards his whatever, whatever time his to sit outside the bubble. okay that makes sense actually I, I guess that's i will say that it's not fun getting tested every day probably that sucks have you have you been tested for covid yet absolutely not oh, okay good that's good because it's terrible uh, I'm COVID negative just for everyone, but also I've been tested. It is one of the worst things I've, I've had to deal with in a very long time. So 
The Bucks, they're in the bubble. We don't think they can carry momentum. We agree on that. But I do think they're still going to come out of the East for the finals. I could see it. I don't see any other teams in the East coming out. Well, that's as soon as LeBron left the East, it was <laughs> it was just given up to him. It's still wild to me that he is not only a Laker, but just in the Western Conference in general. It's weird. Okay, because that has that has been the conference for like the last decade. Like you know, I'm thinking the last Eastern team to win a Finals was it the Heat a few times? Yeah, and that was LeBron. Cleveland, that one time. LeBron. Other than that... Celtics. I guess Toronto won last year. Right? With Kawhi. Well, speaking of that, let's talk about the Raptors. Because they're also in the bubble. And I have an interesting stat about the Raptors since Kawhi has left. So the Raptors are actually have a better winning percentage without Kawhi on the roster. Alright. Do we really think that's surprising with all of his sitting out bs that he would do well that's and that's something i'm going to talk about when we get to the clippers but we'll stay with the raptors for a second because i don't think that that fucking stat matters at all okay oh better winning percentage it's like bro okay lebron's not in the east anymore means the east is sucks you might have a better win percentage but when it comes playoff time who's your go-to guy because Kawhi is gone that's it that that was that was the guy. That was the guy. Yeah, they had some good players. They had role players. They had role players. They didn't have a number. They don't have a. They didn't have a, a number two straight up. They didn't have a number two. They had like Van Vliet running around. Um, what's the guard? Uh, Kyle Lowry. Um, that that was that was the All Stars. You had Lowry and you had Leonard. Mark Gasol, right? I think is the less superior Gasol brother, but we can get to that another time. <laughs> um, so I guess that that leads you right into Clippers. It's a good segue because we were talking about Kawhi. Okay. Load management. This has been the best thing for Kawhi I think that could have happened. This is perfect. You want load management. They yeah. better come out and blow people out he, of the I, and I, I don't want him to, personally, but on a, <laughs> on a basketball spectator level, yes, he better come out killing it. Because this, this is like... And same for Paul George, because Paul George was still coming back from an injury. He was. He, he, he needed time more than anybody. He did. And But I think the only detriment is that that team, I think, together... With like their whole team, um, with everyone they have, has not played together to develop chemistry long enough before the break happened. So with Paul George, with Kawhi, with the other guys on the on the roster, they have I think played like together maybe a total of like five or six games together. And that is uh, that that that's a huge deal coming into whatever we're coming into yeah. whatever we we want to call it it's i'm just going to keep referring something to it as, a, strange. as a bubble as the bubble coming into the bubble nothing matters nothing matters anymore so like we can say that but i think that they're they're the front runner for me okay the the clippers coming into this they're they're the front runners for me coming out of the west well the east is nah i guess i guess i i disagree and this has nothing to do with with what the other LA team? Okay, I really think the chemistry bit is is big because now we're talking crunch time. Once we get into playoffs, you know that it's a different a different game is played in the playoffs. Okay, it's more intense, more's on the line, there's more pressure. Now we know that Kawhi can deliver under pressure, but what playoff teams has Paul George been on? And when is he going to be like, yo, I want to be the man, I want the ball in crunch time? They have not had a chance to hash that out. Oh, absolutely. In the regular season, but is it even gonna really feel like crunch time? For these guys, for these guys themselves, absolutely, they're going to know it's a game, they're going to know it's important, but we don't know how they're going to actually feel. There's nobody there. 
It, it's this is completely new ground. I have no idea what in the world is going to happen. Of You're afraid of like no, guys, no one being in the building. Exactly. They're not going to have that energy. It's right. it's not going to feel. It's going to be like me and like you playing the in the park. Exactly. Yeah. It's not going to feel like the playoffs. It's I had more spectators feel... in the park than I will for these guys. True. <laughs> it's not going to feel like the finals. So yeah, these guys are all ultra competitive naturally, but it's still going to change that entire dynamic. So who knows? What that's even going to do to this entire playoff scenario we have going on. Well, no, and and that, and just, I didn't even mention that the Clipper bench is scoring 51 points per game. Okay. Deep. They have a deep team. Deep. And I feel like that's probably one of the reasons why they're your, they're your front runner right now. And I can understand that. Bench is a huge deal. It really is. You look at most championship teams, and what sticks out to me in recent memory is those early Golden State Warrior teams. Um, in this earlier the in the mid decade before KD got there, they had like Livingston coming off the bench and David Lee. That was that was their whole motto: strength by numbers, right? Yeah, and, and they could just put anybody in there. Uh, Iguodala came off the bench before they started in the finals. And, to even, shut down and even before that, I mean, I hate this team, but the Thunder, when Harden was sixth man of the year, oh my goodness. that bench was so deep. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, them losing to the Spurs, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. No, that that was a tough series back and forth but that that was their game plan as well they were just deep just having a deep squad it's disappointing that that never came to fruition i think i saw a meme this week that alluded to the fact that like these guys are all were on separate teams at one point and were all their team's leading scorers you know kd's an mvp russell's an mvp james harden's an mvp it's just mind-blowing and it sucks because this is a business uh like any sport and so you knew this thing had to happen. It's like the NFL when you have like great teams and you got to sign you know someone to a max and you don't have room to sign maxes. No one's going to duplicate what the Heat did in 2010. Okay, all those guys took a pay cut to play together. That doesn't happen. That shit is rare. Oh, that's done. That's everybody's like, where's mine? Yeah. It would. I mean, I get it. Where's I, mine? I get, I get it. it. I get it too. But as a, in the spirit of the game, I just like, bruh, bruh. It's like I look at it with. Uh, I don't want to jump and do another sport right now, so we'll we'll hold off on that because we're talking about free agency in a little while here. I'm not done talking about this stupid bubble. Um, okay, we haven't talked about the Lakers yet. Okay, in my opinion, this is LeBron's last chance at a title. Now, this Laker team, much like the Bucks when this season was put on pause, had momentum. They really did. They did. But have you seen LeBron like during this whole thing, like coming into the bubble? He's still in killer shape. He's the most durable player there ever has been. Easily. Easily. So that that part is unsurprising. That dude has always been putting in work, going crazy, and just trying to do whatever he can to put the team on his back. Right. And so he, he looks good to me. Um, Lakers going to be returning without Avery Bradley. Uh, he's sitting it out. And then yesterday, or it might have been day before yesterday, Rondo breaks a finger or something. Yep. Okay, and he's out for six to eight weeks. Now, I checked the timetable. Six to eight weeks, playoffs will be happening. So he, he could return for a, play, a title run. It's possible. It's possible. But Lakers went out and signed J.R. Smith. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and I, as a Laker fan, watching Kobe own that man in Kobe's prime, I hated him. And then he pulls that, that stun in Cleveland where he doesn't even know the score. And, you know, everyone knows that. I don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Dude, but. he's just... The most chill dude. He just looks high all the time. I love him. I love him. Fantastic. No, I can't. I can't. I was very 
I mean, we needed to pick up somebody, obviously. Okay, we needed to pick up somebody for Avery Bradley. Um, and J.R. Smith was out there, but ah, I can't, dude. It was like being a, a Laker fan my entire life. There's certain people you never wanted to see in the jersey. Makes sense. I never wanted to see J.R. Smith repping the purple and gold armor. Okay, um, and that, that that's a that's that's a lot of things. Like I hated seeing Nick Young running around in the freaking fucking Nick Young. Hated seeing him running around in the purple and gold. But uh, I, I think my front runner still is the Lakers, and I I can admit that that's a little biased. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poop on them. They have legit chances. Um, I haven't even talked about Anthony Davis yet. Since he's been to the team, that Laker defense. 180 from last season. Completely flipped what they had been allowing. Right. He he. I mean, he set a goal at the beginning of the season to be the defensive player of the year. Do I think he's going to get it? Probably not. But he's making a case. He's, he's in the there. he's in the running. He's there. Um, he's, he changes the entire game plan when he's on the court. He does. And you know he's just had just, some issues with play times and you know being hurt and stuff like that. But when he's on the court. He's, he's lights out. Oh, his plus, plus or minus is like plus. He's lights really. out. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward, like I said, I'm, hopefully we can get there. I want to see some basketball. And uh, Lakers front runner for me, I think it's LeBron's last chance. Um, I also really believe that uh, what, what where we end up this season, the Lakers, is going to determine what Anthony Davis is going to do next season because he is going to be a free agent. Okay? And all signs are pointing that he's going to return. But... You can never be sure, man. You can never be sure. No. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, this is a good chance for LeBron. So, I mean, I don't think we're going against the grain with most of the teams saying, you know, I'm I'm thinking the Clippers, you're saying the Lakers. But what, what other teams are you thinking that might be some dark horses that just have an honest shot that definitely could make a case? They can make a run for it. Maybe the Celtics. Maybe. They're in the bubble. And since Kyrie left and they got Kemba in there... They've been also playing lights out. Now, Gordon Hayward, who's a big part of that rotation, he's expecting a child, okay? So he's, he already said, if his child's going to be born, he's leaving the bubble. That's, that's it. Okay. So um, you can't argue with that. That's fine. But I think as a dark horse, I think the Celtics can can overtake the Bucks in the East. I don't think anybody from the East is going to win the title. That's real life. It's either going to be Lakers or Clippers coming out of the West. Don't get me started on the, the Rockets. Not the Rockets. Get, Come the, on. get the Rockets Come out of my on. face, man. I have no respect for James Harden. I don't. And I'll take that to the bank. Not, I mean, even when he was sixth man on the freaking Rockets. The only time I ever felt bad for that guy was when Artest gave him a bow. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, he clocked him. He clocked him hard. He, like, knocked him out. Yeah. He was out for, like, weeks. Well, it was on purpose. 100%. It's Ron Artest. He was Metal World Peace at the time. But uh, we won't get into all that. He's, he's oh, Ron Artest. What a clown. And that's the only time I ever had any sympathy for James Harden, okay? Don't like the guy. Don't respect him. He can score. He's a scorer. He's a scoring machine. I can... I can clearly I can see that and I can recognize it, but no, I don't like him. He's not a champion. He's not a warrior. And when I say warrior, I don't mean Golden State. I mean like <laughs> warrior. Okay, he's not a warrior. He's a pump. How are you gonna push Chris Paul out, bro? Dude, he just uh, he just is a scoring machine. And uh, don't touch him though, because you know he'll fall right over. Well, don't expect him to play defense yeah. either. Oh, zero chance. I think that if they don't win the title this year, which they're not going to. D'Antoni gets fired. D'Antoni gets fired. And speaking of momentum, they had the opposite of momentum coming into this break. They lost the last four out of five coming in before the break happened. So they needed this. Maybe to regroup or like hash something out or something, but they were not trending 
And this is the time as a team where you need to trend. In April, in March, it's where you trend because you're going into the playoffs. They were not doing too hot. So this break, we'll see what it does for them. Maybe it could help them out, maybe not. Other teams in the bubble, and we don't need to get into all of them, but um, as far as how we've been getting into the Lakers and Clippers, we're talking about front runners, but we got the Nuggets. The nuggets. Okay, and Jokic had Corona, but I think I think now he's going to be in the bubble. He's clear. Uh, the Jazz, but they're not going to have any. They're not going to have Bogdanovich, and I don't know how that chemistry is going to be going with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that, yeah. That's, that's 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 some stuff going on, and they can tell the media all they want that it, it's, they're all good and they've hashed it out. But legit, nah. I mean, I'm petty. If I'm Donovan Mitchell. And Rudy Gobert's touching mics and making fun of Corona, and then I get it from him. I'm petty. I'm mad. I'm mad about it. It, it wasn't good because I think all of us, maybe at the beginning of this, were just like had some doubts. There's no way we could have actually like thought. I mean, there's no way I did anyway that it was gonna blow up to be what it did. And then it started happening. I was like, oh, okay, okay, this this all makes sense. I get it. I get it. Uh, probably wasn't funny to mess with him. I mean, I never thought it was funny, but... It was, it was kind of funny. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'll say it. I'll say it. It was kind of funny. It definitely wouldn't be a thing uh, that you should mess around with. But in the beginning, who knew? Who knew it was going to be this? No, I don't think anybody did. Right? And then... So yeah, some chemistry issues there, maybe. Uh, got the heat coming in from the east. Uh, the thunder, okay? Bah. Uh, okay, yeah, you're a hater. I get it. You can be a hater. That's fine. Um, I'm also a hater on the Thunder, but I love Chris Paul. So, do I think they have any chance to win a title? No, I don't think they're getting the Western Conference Finals. But I love what he did with that team this year, getting traded for Westbrook, coming in. Everyone's like, that team's going to suck. They're going to be in the lottery. And then they were en route to go to the playoffs. They had a great team. Their chemistry was wild. They had a bunch of young guys. They were there. And then Chris Paul. And I love, uh, what's his name on that team? Steven Adams. <laughs> <laughs> love that's the man's man. I love that guy. And then uh yeah, the Rockets, uh the Pacers, 76ers, underwhelming to me. Uh, I have a few friends out there that are 76er fans, and I'm sure they can agree when I say that they have issues, they have problems. They don't work. They don't work. It's not gonna work. It's it's I literally thought you were saying they don't work like they don't work hard, and I was going to agree, but then I realized you said they don't they don't work as a team. I they get it. They don't work, now. and it's not gonna work. Okay, you have Ben Simmons and you have Joel Embiid. You have you do have some of these dynamic players. These guys are 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 going out of their brains, just balling out. But their play styles just don't work. Together. No, they don't. It's just they not, don't. They don't. It's not cohesive. Do you get rid of Embiid or do you get rid of Simmons? Go. You get rid of Embiid. He's injury prone, and and he's a punk. And <laughs> he's a punk. He's uh he's not as bad as KD on social media, but he's on social media. We don't know. We could have burner accounts. Dude, he just hasn't uh he probably up does. like KD yet. He probably does. But Simmons Sim, Simmons can't shoot. Okay. No, he dropped a he tried to throw a fish back in the in the <laughs> ocean and he missed. Simmons can't shoot. Okay, but you can fix a shot. You can't fix somebody being injured all the time. No. That's just going to happen more and more okay but you can fix a shot you can build your team around this young player yeah they're both young players but you 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 get rid of Embiid that that's where I'm at okay I disagree and not for the reasons you said like I think that Embiid is injury prone but I don't I think you can still build a team around Embiid I don't think you can build a team around Simmons that just that's what it comes down to for me building around uh, a player 
I think you can put players around Embiid to make it a winning team. I don't think you can put anybody around Simmons, um, short of Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, oh, oh. Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> guys like that. No, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, uh, the Mavericks. I love Luca. Right, they have the most efficient offense in the league. They're, they're the dark horse that, for, you, for you, for me. That's they. They just have these. I Luca is just. Love the guy. He's filthy. Love the guy. He's filthy. The guy is crazy. Oh my goodness! And what? Who's who's that? Other they got Kristaps, bro. Kristaps. Porzingis. That's the man. That's the man too. Like they, they just have a good squad. It's just an all-around good squad. Yeah. It's not like they're doing anything crazy. They're not flashy. They're just playing the game. Well, yeah. Think about. It. I just told you they're the most efficient offense. You probably no one knows that. They're just playing the game. They're like the Spurs. They're like how the Spurs were, okay? They're, of course, clearly not as good as the Spurs, but they're they're on that level, just doing their job, getting it done. Okay, I like that. Dark Horse Mavericks for you. Okay, we got Grizz. Grizzlies coming in. John Morant, Rookie of the Year for sure. Uh, if Zion gets it, we riot. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Nets are coming in. No Durant. Nope. Maybe Kyrie, but he's going back and forth. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, Magic. Who the hell is on the Magic? Magic is still a team. Right? Moving on. Uh, Blazers, I, they only got Dame. They got Dame. That's it. I love Dame, but it's not going to save you. Sorry, Portland. Pelicans, right? Zion believes he's in shape. We're going to find out. We we will find out. We'll see. I think he needed a breather, too. He was looking I, He was looking good, but he was he looking, looking tired. Tired. He was looking tired. He was looking good, but he was looking tired. All right. Um, Kings. It's really funny here. I have to point this out. Uh, I have notes here about who's going into the bubble. And on Magic, for the Magic, I wrote, don't worry about the Magic. Don't worry about that. And on Kings, I wrote, see Magic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here's one uh, one of the teams I want to talk about. Just a little bit in depth. It is the Spurs. You mentioned them earlier. Okay, This is their worst season <laughs> they've had since the 96-97 season. Okay. Since then, they've made the playoffs 22 straight years. Yeah. Now, they're in playoff position right now with the record, but the bubble, the few games they play is going to do seeding. So exactly. they, could not, they could potentially not make the playoffs, and that record is at, is at stake. Sorry, Pop. And I love Pop. But they're not going to have uh, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. He's not playing. Yep. Um, and they're not playing well. And then Suns, eh, bah. And then the, the Wizards, who have the worst defensive rating in the NBA. And no John Wall. Perfect. Yeah. So that rounds out the bubble. Okay. <clears throat> so going forward, I just want to say, do you think that whoever wins the title from this bubble, there's an asterisk next to it? Like when you're looking at teams, Ooh. it's like 2019, this team won. 2020, this team won. Asterisk. I don't think so. Because we were past the midway point of the season, we were into the season. We were into the part of the season where it gets down and dirty. Right, you okay? got teams trying to get into that eighth seat. Exactly. So it wasn't just like, "Hey, this is a gimme. We're just throwing some teams in here. You guys can fight for it." It's not like they played twenty games. Right. You know, they they were in the nitty gritty. They were they got down into it. So I, this season, I don't think it has an asterisk next to it. I I, I think that it's not going to mean as much. And it's definitely not going to be the same. When you look at the history books, it's just going to be another season. But for the people who remember it, I mean, most of us will. 
it's it's gonna be different. It's it's honestly not gonna mean as much. Okay, this is where we're gonna disagree. I think there will be an asterisk on it, but not because it was like, oh yeah, that, that we don't count that, but because it's gonna matter so much more. You just said at the beginning of this segment that bodies are not trained to play basketball in July. Not in August. True. Not in September, and not at peak physical exertion in October, when the finals are supposed to take place. Okay. That's going to be so weird. Yes, it is. So you look at it from that perspective. You say, hey, look, these guys had momentum. These guys didn't. But these guys that did were coming into the playoffs. Season gets postponed, and they don't resume again until July. And then they play a whole playoff series and a finals without fans, under duress, with everything going on in the world. Um, not just COVID-related, but social issues. All that going on outside. You can't leave. You can't see your family. You can't go to In-N-Out because they're in Orlando. <laughs> uh, you can't do these fun things. And then you win a title amongst all the adversity. I think this absolutely has an asterisk next to it, but because it was so much harder to win. I think this is going to be one of the harder titles for a team to win. That was weird. We disagree for the weirdest reasons. Yes. We should have conflicting reasons that, like, I should agree with half of that and you should agree with half. That was weird. That was weird. Uh... But yeah, it's it's just the whole season is uh it's different. A little bit. It's different. It's it. And we're going to I'm excited. I'm very excited. Obviously, I've been sports deprived for a few months now. I've been trying to watch golf. I do enjoy the golf. I enjoy golfing, but I can't say that I enjoy watching it. I'm going to get a lot of hate from that from certain people, but I don't I don't care. I can't watch it. Can't do it. You know what I fucking love? Watching golf. Oh. And I never go. I hate, I hate golfing. No, come to golfing with. No, abso- you come to golfing with. Absolutely not. Yeah, come to golfing. Not with. a chance. Not a chance. It's a good but time. I will watch it all day. Wow. I watch the uh, World Series of Bags sometimes. That's fun. On the the Ocho. The Ocho. Mm-hmm. That's that's key. That's okay. You know what? One of these days uh, in the near future, we're going to talk about the the official quote unquote rules of bags. It pisses me off. Okay, but uh, let's jump uh, outside the bubble. We just talked about uh, who we think is going to win and stuff like that. What do we think this is an asterisk season or not? Obviously, we had a weird thing going on with our opinions on it. Yeah. But that's that's part of the show. So let's talk about Dak, bro. Going right into NFL free agency, um, his contracts and stuff like that. We'll get to Pat Mahomes in a little bit, but this Dak news is pretty fresh. Franchise tagged for another year. Did not come to an agreement. What Do does it. he want? Does he Do want it. Mahomes money? He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve Russ money. No. He doesn't deserve Roethlisberger money. No. He doesn't deserve... Mahomes isn't even... That's a upper A class on. all in he's its in, own. He's in fucking space yeah. right now. Right. He just set a ridiculous record. But I don't know what he wants. And that's the hardest thing is like... We don't know what he wants and what does he even deserve? He deserves Derek Carr money, if anything. De- <laughs> okay? And that's coming from a Raider fan. All right? Because Derek has that one season. Is he getting 27? No, no, no. no. He signed that five-year, $125 million. So he's at most getting 25. He's getting 25. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. I mean, this, him coming, Dak coming off all of this, all of these issues came right after Russell Wilson signed his 35-mil-year contract. Yes. Does he deserve it? Does he not deserve it? Ah. Okay, so At that point, he Russell Wilson is the heart and soul of the Seahawks. So in that point, yes, absolutely, he deserves it. Is Dak the heart and soul of the Dallas Cowboys? No, because they have no heart. You know soul. who is? <laughs> you know, Jerry Jones. Jerry fucking Jerry Jones. Jones. <laughs> okay. Here, here. I see it. I feel like this is the way I look at it. Dak is being childish because he's like, oh, 
Oh, Russ got a contract, a lot of money. Oh, this guy's getting money. This guy's get I want money. It's like, bro, what have you done? You're going to get money, okay? You're going to get more money than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. But what you're asking for is childish. It's childish. You're you're not going to be the highest paid. You're you're not I don't I don't think you should be top 5 highest. No, paid. no, because I, you could name five quarterbacks right now without even thinking about it that are better than him. Of course how contracts go, how salaries go, just over time it inflates. It's going to get higher like wow, this guy's getting paid more than this guy and right. it's just, just and incentives. How it is. Incentives are of built course. into those. So I could see him, I could see them paying him doing a 4-year deal 30 mil and that would be like that's even one, then that yeah. would that i think that's perfect i think that would be exactly what <coughs> he's worth he's worth and of course he you're always gonna i mean i guess you should view yourself as valued higher than you are i, I think mean, a lot of it has to do with the team it's self-esteem issues i guess but shit like that i'm um, being but, a cowboy <laughs> being being a cowboy means a lot and i hate to say it because i hate the cowboys but like you're representing america's team it's the cowboys it's a very storied franchise and to be the quarterback of a team like that you should get a little bit more money we can you should yeah we can mess around all we want but you're not getting 40 mil we can mess around all we want to like okay yeah it's dak he's on the cowboys oh yeah whatever but that that's completely right it's a it's a it's a celebrity team it is it really is always has been and it'd be like the equivalent of like the lakers right absolutely um, in the NBA. But, dude, know yourself. Know your worth. Yeah. Because, I don't know, like, I, I don't I don't feel like this is... This is my, me, personally, is, like, I hate that shit. I hate seeing this shit. I, just take money and play, man. Play. You're turning me off from you. From you you as a person. I'm turned off from you. Well, I'm turned off. So we'll and s- I liked Dak. I liked him, uh, like, a couple years ago. I liked him. Okay? <laughs> as a matter of fact, that was a year, 2016. When the Cowboys were like thirteen and three, Raiders were twelve and four. Everyone oh, yeah. was like, Raiders. Yeah, when he came when he in, came in hot. And when maybe he didn't, he didn't deserve money then either. But he deserved like, okay, yeah, we might. This dude's gonna get better. We're gonna pay him. But he didn't get better. He didn't regress. He just kind of plateaued. He 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 slowly it, his his improvements were not easily seen. Let's let's say that I I I think he got better. I think he got a better game sense. He he was able to. I'm not saying it's a good game sense. Let's 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 slow it down there. But he got a better game sense, and he was able to actually understand the game more throughout the years. Of course, as you should. Right. But it wasn't like he was ever like, oh man, he improved so much, or he used to be doing this. Now he's doing this. Not a chance. No. But then. You say you didn't get to see a lot of improvements because they were small, but also, like, bro, that division is so terrible that if you think you are you are worth forty mil a year, you should be winning that division every year. Now, is it terrible or is it the most competitive? Stop it. Hey, that's all I'm saying. You know, last last couple of years they had four years in a row where each different team won the division. You know, that's all I'm saying is uh, hot take. Uh, is it the most competitive <laughs> division? Can we we will dedicate an entire segment next next week on that division. Let's do it. I'm into it. We Perfect. can talk about that. Okay, but um running short on time here. So we're gonna go ahead and jump right into hot route. Hot route. Hot route. Alright, what okay. Hot route! Hot route. Okay. And this one's me posing scenarios to Ed this time around. Okay. So first scenario. You got Peyton Manning. Okay. Two minute drill. Okay. To win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, easy. Yeah. He's down six. Is that is that just the choice? Do I just like no. do I win with that? No, you wish. Oh, okay. You're down six. Touchdown wins you the game. Essentially, probably he's gonna win you the game. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have the eighty-five bear defense out there or the twenty fourteen Seahawks defense out there? Okay, so wait, what what in what game is this? Is this playoffs? This is the Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl. Oh god, okay. So the Seahawks that Seahawks team can be argued with the 85 Bears. I'm glad you put them right next to each other. They can be argued with the 85 Bears. I think the Bears that season allowed like 135 points and the Seahawks allowed like 146 points or something and the Seahawks played two more games. You know, so they're they're comparable in that notion, and that's just one of the comparisons you could go in like crazy. But the two games before the Super Bowl for those eighty-five Bears, the two playoff games before the Super Bowl, they shut out their opponents. They did. I looked, okay. it, I looked it up. They, they shut out their opponents, and I don't remember how much they got scored on in the Super Bowl, but they won. They did. Uh, so it's it's the eighty-five bears. It's the eighty-five bears. It's the eighty-five bears. Okay. The, but that's but that's the Austin, the Legion of Boom. Yes, it, that's how that's how you know when a team that defense is has has made it. Right. Yes. You know when you're compared to the eighty-five we, bears. We, well, no, when you when you have a name, you have the purple people eaters. You know, you had the Vikings back in the day. Yes. 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 Back in the day, you had the eighty-five bears. You had the Legion of Boom. You get a name, you're on. You're somebody, an elite defense. You're on somebody's plaque. Right. Okay. I I uh, damn. Do I answer these? No, not answering them. We're gonna save them. <laughs> Uh, hot route is only objective for you. Oh, shit. All okay, right. next one. We have three of these. The third one's pretty easy. The second one, though, okay? You have Shaq in his prime. I'm talking three-peat Shaq. Yep. Uh, three-time final MVP Shaq. 2,000 Shaq. Yep. Okay. Would you rather pair him with Prime Kobe or Prime Wade? Now, Prime Wade with Prime Shaq. We never got to see God, that. We saw we Prime Kobe saw and yeah, Prime Shaq. We never saw that. We didn't even actually see Prime Kobe and Prime Shaq. We saw no. Prime Shaq and Young Kobe. Yep. So who do you, uh, yeah, Prime Kobe or Prime Wade with Prime Shaq? Don't worry, I won't get mad. I just wish, I, wish, I just wish that Shaq had stayed with Kobe. I really do. I think everybody like, does. I think Shaq, de- well, Shaq definitely admitted he did. He does. I, I, I wish that did happen. I wish he stayed with him. Um, I enjoyed watching the Wade and Shaq play together. That was fun, too. Oh, man. That's a that's a tough one. Mm. Prime. Okay, so I I'm gonna have to go with Shaq and D Wade because Kobe and Shaq, both of them are extremely dominant. Alphas. Okay, th- they are. They're both extremely dominant, and D Wade can play. He can play anything. You know, he, he played he can with be LeBron. A he played with LeBron. He can be. He's that elusive. <laughs> Sidekick, and he's not even not even a sidekick. He's he's just what the person who can do everything else when Shaq is killing it in the paint. Okay, that that's 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 where I'm at. Okay, you should pick D Wade to yeah. pair with Shaq with yep. Prime Shaq. Yep. But if you had to pick D Wade or Kobe in the prime just by themselves, oh, of course it's Kobe. Okay, just I wanted to get that. Oh, straight. it's just these are these are facts. Okay, last hot route. Okay, hot okay. route. I just watched a thirty for thirty called Long Gone Summer, right? About Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. The home run race of, what, 98? Yep. Okay. In 98, there were three contenders for that record. Okay. Now, if you take away steroids and corked bats from Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, who wins the home run race? Sosa, McGuire, or Ken Griffey Jr.? 
It's Griffey. It's Griffey. It's easy. It's easy. It's Griffey. Are you being biased? Absolutely. But also, the facts are just that he also got injured a decent amount of his career when he went to the Reds. Like, so, yeah, this is way later. This is after it. I yeah, he was, yeah, he was a Mariner at this time. I understand. So he was This is Mar- prime Ken Griffey. This is prime Ken Griffey. You take away all that extra stuff. I mean, you you have you ever heard of any kind of rumors? Any Controversy kind of with anything? Ken Griffey? No way. No kind of... All you hear about Ken Griffey Jr. Anything. is that he was the best all-around player. Him and Jeter are in a class. It's just just classy guys. Yeah. That, that's what him and Jeter are. Like, you can't really find anybody who hates Jeter... Unless they're just a Unless real they're salty A-Rod. Red Sox fan. Yeah, yeah, that, that too. Yeah, well, yeah, um, I, if I was a Red Sox fan, I'd hate Jeter too. Uh, or who'll hate Ken Griffey. Or, for that matter, Ichiro. Oh, just, love th- there's, There are certain guys who are just so classy in how they played the game. Mm-hmm. And that's what baseball is. That's what baseball's tried to be forever. And I think it's gotten a little bit away from that. But just... We have these classy guys, and so there's never been any kind of controversy with Griffey. And you're taking Griffey. For a chance. I'm taking Griffey. I'm taking Griffey, too. I'm taking Griffey. He, he, he was in the race, and then he kind of fizzled out. Um, probably wasn't doing steroids or using corked bats. Uh, I'm not saying that Sammy Sosa did use corked bats that season. He was eventually caught using one. Mark McGuire definitely was using steroids that season, though. Still a great guy. Still oh. hit some fucking yams. Hit some, hey, hit dingers. Yeah. All right. That's about all the time we have left today. That was a fun hot route. That was a good hot yeah, route. All right. So uh, that's that's going to be it today, right? We covered uh, the NBA bubble for majority of the time. I had fun with that. I'm really looking forward to the NBA season coming back. I'm really looking forward to Dak not signing a, a fat contract. Um, and then hot route. You got anything to add before we peace out? I've got nothing to add. It was a good uh, first episode. Talked about the bubble. Talked about uh, the old Dak attack. And had some nice hot routes. Hot route. All right, uh, you're listening to Almost Agreeable, the podcast where we almost agree uh, most of the time. Uh, I'm Chris Nellison. I'm Ed Harris. And we'll see you next week.